after several months of cooling house prices, it appears they're rebounding. I sunk every nickel I had in the world in this house. And you'll get it all back. I told you that. One of the city's top real estate analysts says he's never seen home prices this high for some of the city's neighborhoods. Up until three years ago, I was a regular old real estate agent. Putting people in homes, speculating on property, that was my job. Considering the cost differential between one radio spot and one television spot, we found these results quite intriguing. You don't seem to realize what business you're in. You're not in the burger business. You're in the real estate business. Put that coffee down. Welcome to Come List Me, the human interest podcast with a specialty in real estate marketing. Here's your host, Dave Sturgeon. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Come List Me. Sturge here, broadcasting from my studios high up in the Mojave Desert of Southern California. And I'm Tim Good. My friends call me full-time. And I'm broadcasting from the camp studio in northern Saskatchewan on the edge of Canada's boreal forest. When Tim isn't talking marketing here on Come List Me, uh, he's the executive director of a year-round youth camp in northern Canada. And I thought, you know, if you're a parent listening and you have questions about youth camps, yeah, it's a real estate marketing podcast. But That makes sense. Listen, let's do this. Anything you ever wanted to know about the inside workings of youth camps, full-time's your guy. Nobody knows those answers more than he does. Send your questions and uh, full-time will be happy to answer them right here on our real estate marketing podcast called Come List Me. This is the best offer I've heard yet. But why don't you give us maybe one thing that parents might be surprised to learn about summer camps while we're talking about it. I think the one thing that many people often are surprised by is the level of professionalism and the high level of care that kids receive at camp. Because too often people's perception of overnight camp is skewed by the caricature of comedy in movies, right? You know, you just... You think of that camp staff that they're, they're the podheads or the dropouts or the otherwise undesirable people. Four lower campers are stuck in the ropes course. I meant to tell you about that yesterday, but could you get to it now? Um, but yeah, in fact, most camp professionals are educated and striving for the highest quality um, of experience that each camper that comes through uh, will just have the best experience ever. Um, do we love fun? Well, sure. Uh, I mean, why be a camp director if it's not fun? I mean, that's, you know, that's part of it. Uh, but we also follow the standards and the excellence to ensure that every uh, aspect of a, our camps are safe for every kid. And there's a number of ways that you can know if you're picking a quality camp. And if you ever wanted to know more about that, uh, yeah, feel free to reach out to me, as Dave said. And you can do that through the podcast website at radiotvagents.com and click on Come List Me. It's fantastic. Yeah, good to know. I think that's probably true, right? Everybody thinks that the, the, the kids who come to work at the youth camp are all making out under a canoe somewhere. That's not, the movies aren't accurate. So good. Thanks for straightening that out for us. Okay, let's get right to it. You hear us talk a lot about the power of radio here on Come List Me because our bailiwick is top of funnel lead gen and nothing works as well as radio to create top of mind awareness for your brand and give you unfair advantage over the agents you compete with when it comes to creating uh, competence and likability and knowability about your brand that cause people to click when they find you online. So this week, I had the privilege of talking with somebody who is at the epicenter of the radio industry, Tammy Greenberg is with the Radio Advertising Bureau, and she's in their New York office. 
We've received a lot of questions over the past few episodes about how relevant radio really is in the era of YouTube, podcasts, social media, Pandora, satellite radio, and on and on. So we thought, who better to provide real-time statistics than somebody who does that for a living every day? correlates, gathers, and shares with whoever's interested the statistics associated with radio's popularity on a weekly basis throughout the year. So, without any further ado, let's get Tammy to introduce herself to our Come List Me listeners. Hi, Dave. Thank you for having me today. I am Tammy Greenberg, Senior Vice President of Business Development for the Radio Advertising Bureau. To begin our conversation, Tammy, tell us why radio is in a league all of its own when it comes to driving brand search for advertisers? There are so many things that we can talk about vis-a-vis Y Radio for the real estate industry alongside almost any industry out there. I like to call it radio's four C's, if you will. Radio has connection, deep connections with the listeners. It's a companion It's very community-oriented, and it has a lot of character. So I like to refer to radio within those four Cs, just to kind of throw some stats out there for you. For the past couple of years, the RAB has conducted a series of what we call audio pulse polls among the marketing and advertising community. And one of the things that we learned, which, by the way, is not at all surprising, is that reach is important to nearly every brand or business out there when it comes to developing their overarching media strategy. That's not surprising because, of course, everybody wants to reach as many of their target consumers as they possibly can. So it's it's a core element to their strategies. What is surprising, however, is less than a third of those people that we interviewed through this Audio Pulse platform knew or know that radio is the number one reach medium, hands down. It engages consumers. It reaches consumers every single week, 91% of Americans, which is more than any other media. So it's really important to be a part of a brand strategy. Radio is really important to truly connect with the consumers that you're trying to reach in a meaningful and engaging way. Well, most, if not all, of the real estate agents who listen to the podcast Come List Me are already doing some form of digital advertising. Tell us how radio impacts and improves digital advertising results. So digital is critically important to brands everywhere. Companies are, especially since everything that we've gone through since March of 2020, companies across the board are allocating resources, not necessarily media dollars, but their internal resources to transform their go-to-market models, meaning they're they're building e-commerce solutions, digital loyalty programs. And according to every forecast out there, digital is driving the advertising rebound. And that's not surprising. But what needs to be realized is that radio is also the soundtrack to America's recovery. And digital alone is not going to do the job. So digital growth, which is coming from this tremendous surge in both search and e-commerce behavior, most especially during COVID, is important. And understanding the power that radio brings on top of that digital activity, and you said this in your question, 
is even more important. So Tony Wright, who is the CEO of Wright IMC, he is a full-service digital marketing agency. He recently was quoted in a post in a magazine called Search Engine Journal. His agency specializes in search engine optimization. He knows nothing about buying radio. He's never bought radio. He's never planned radio on behalf of his agency. He is 100% focused on search engine optimization. He was quoted in the search engine journal by saying, and I quote here, the agency's clients that effectively use radio have significantly higher click-through rates than their counterparts who are not using radio. We've seen the data for clients who are Fortune 10 businesses as well as startups, and we know it to be the case. And then he further said that when consumers are searching for something and they see a name that they've heard of, they're more likely to click on that listing. So when you combine his insights with the trusted, locally relevant, influential, and organic content that is delivered by radio every single day, it truly is a winning combination for any brand. So digital alone is not going, it's going to do a job for sure. You're going to get clicks. But when you add radio on top of that, your results are going to, depending on the creative, depending on the brand, depending on the messaging and all of that kind of thing, it has the potential to double, triple, and quadruple your results. So can you give us an idea of how radio is performing for real estate advertisers specifically? Let me start that part of it. So radio has always been known as a call to action medium. And for years and years and years, we've been able to prove radio's ability to drive store traffic, get consumers to go from point A to point B. And over the past several years, radio's ability to drive search behavior and radio's ability to drive web traffic is incredible. We see it across almost every category of business. And I do have some results to share with regards to the real estate category. So this was all 2020 data. There were nearly 950,000 radio commercials for about 200 different and distinct real estate advertisers ran throughout 2020. And it delivered nearly 19 million new visitors to the real estate sites that were advertised on the radio. That equates to a 5% incremental. So this is not a lift based on digital ad exposure or anything. It's based on the radio commercial exposure only. A 5% incremental lift in new visits and a 1% lift in new users for every single day these individual campaigns were on the air. That's really valuable intel. We're talking to Tammy Greenberg, Senior Vice President of Business Development at the Radio Advertising Bureau in their New York office. Tammy, technology has evolved dramatically since radio's inception. Walk us through a day in the life of a radio listener in this modern era, the different platforms they're using to access local radio content. Here's the beautiful thing about audio. Audio can go from platform to platform to platform, whether you're listening in your car, whether you're listening through your smart speaker, whether you're listening on your computer or your phone or your tablet or or what have you, whether it's podcasts, it's streaming audio, it's over the air broadcast or, or what have you, the audio experience remains the same and it's equally as engaging. Consumers consume audio throughout their day. 
using those platforms to suit whatever need they have. When they wake up in the morning, their alarm clock, either the good old fashioned AM FM clock radio, I have one by my bedside, <laughs> uh, whether it's waking up to radio and getting ready or on your Alexa device or your, your phone, you're listening there. Then you're getting into your car to bring your kids to school or go to work or wherever you may be headed out. And you're listening to radio in your car. And then you get to the office where radio is your companion throughout your day. You may be streaming it through your computer. So radio is with the consumer throughout their day. That's why it's really important to be present across all of those various platforms. People listen for different reasons throughout their day. They're listening to formats that put them in a better mood, that keep them company. They're listening to their favorite personalities. They're listening for the local information, the trusted news, you know, all of that kind of stuff throughout their day. So rest assured between the combined reach that radio provides and the listening behavior as consumers move throughout their day, Radio truly is a, a home run to engage both buyers and sellers in the real estate market. Yeah, in fact, I love the way it's described in your article, that radio is the soundtrack of our lives. That article, by the way, is entitled Motivating Listeners to Act in 2021. And we'll post a link on our podcast page at radiotvagents.com for you. Real estate agents love Come List Me Referrals. Let's talk about the power of radio personalities to be referrals on steroids when it comes to influencing consumers. You go back to what Tony Wright said, and that's exactly his point, is that if they don't know your name, they're not going to necessarily click. If they do you know your name, they are going to click from the search engine optimization executive. That's exactly what he said. But I will also quote Adil Kakum, who is the SVP of Research and Insights at Odyssey. She actually wrote the book, Implementing Word of Mouth Marketing. And she said for an article that we published, audio is uniquely positioned to propel word of mouth for brands because it is the most trusted medium when it comes to product recommendations. And advertising trust is what makes consumers pass along information with confidence. Radio's personalities, the other big buzz in the marketing world, and there's billions of dollars being spent in this space, is influencer marketing. And influencer marketing is all about word of mouth. It's using celebrities and real people like you to endorse and recommend products and generate word of mouth for the brands. Well, I like to say that radio invented influencer marketing because radio personalities, influencing is uniquely part of their DNA. They have a proven track record to drive trust among their audiences and ultimately leverage that trust among their audiences on behalf of brands. Their ability to drive word of mouth is absolutely undeniable. They are live. They are local. People tune in because of them. 80% of listeners trust and value their favorite personality's opinion. And 77%, and this is according to a Katz Media Group study, 77% indicated that they're influenced by a radio personality's brand and product recommendations. So they are the ultimate influencers 
and have the ability on a very local level, which is the priority for real estate agents to drive word of mouth activity. So imagine you get a recommendation from your favorite on-air personality, which by the way, you think of as your personal friend. And then your neighbor down the street mentions the same person. It's a win-win. The word of mouth through radio, it's one of the things that radio does best. Radio personalities are a unique asset that no other media platform has. Tammy, paint a picture for us of the importance of A, the way radio messages are crafted, and B, the significance of implementing a website and a web presence that matches that message to ensure conversion is optimized. And for the sake of this conversation, conversion would be when a radio listener who needs the services of a real estate agent hears a radio message that impels them to call the agent and schedule an appointment. That would be what we're talking about in terms of conversion in this case. You know, according to a Nielsen study that was done a couple of years ago, creative, and this is not just for radio, because as you know, Nielsen represents television and radio from a media perspective, but it also on the sell side, it represents consumer packaged goods companies, right? So they put out a study that proved creative is the most important factor in driving return on investment for any brand, any advertiser, anywhere. So for radio, if it were broken out that way, which it was not, but for radio, creative is even more important because you don't have the crutch of a visual. You certainly have it on a, on a website. So the creative, the message, ensuring that it engages, it connects using your four C's, generates the curiosity. It's a critical component. Creative is a critical component to ensuring the effectiveness of radio. As a platform, we will deliver the audience. If the creative is subpar, the results are just not going to be as strong as if the creative is wonderful and completely engaging and generating that curiosity. So now once that spot runs, that commercial, whether it happens to be a host endorsement or pre-recorded commercials that are creative and engaging and generate the curiosity, there's going to be a call to action piece of that. You're going to drive to a phone number. You're going to drive to a website. You're going to drive to a location, whatever that call to action may be. On the other end of it, you have to deliver on the promise of what the advertising is setting out to do. So if you're running an ad in the middle of the night and you're directing consumers to a phone number, you better have somebody to pick up the phone. If you're driving somebody to a website, then the website needs to be equally as engaging as an experience and it needs to deliver on whatever that message is that got the person from the ears to take action. Well, I'd be remiss if I didn't point out the elephant in the room, Tammy. What do you say to people who ask you, yeah, but is anyone even listening to radio anymore? This is the question that we get all the time. There has not been a week that's gone by since March of 2020 when I had not been asked or told, since so many people are working from home, is radio still reaching and engaging listeners? You know, is anybody listening? Is it relevant? And the answer is a resounding yes. Yes, 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 yes. 
Sure. Like every other business out there, there was a dip in listening at the very peak of the pandemic, but radio rallied throughout it. And it's currently at or exceeding pre-COVID cumulative listening levels with average quarter hour recovery that is back to the way it was. There was a recent analysis of Apple Mobility from Apple Mobility Trends that shows Americans are taking to their cars at rates above pre-COVID levels. And that illustrates just kind of how far we've come since last April. So people are getting back to normal and radio is a tremendous part of their lives. We also know that the way people consume audio has changed as the platforms have been introduced. And we've also seen exponential digital growth across all of radio's digital platforms. The result is how we have consumed audio has changed, but we're spending more time with radio across its platforms and across devices. The one thing to just keep in mind is that AM, FM radio, with all of the shiny new objects that are out there, so streaming, Spotify, Pandora, Alexa, all of that kind of stuff, AM, FM radio still reigns as the audio leader by far. All of the platforms are incredibly important, shiny new toys in the playground, but they just don't do the job as effectively as they would if AM, FM is part of the mix because AM, FM radio accounts for 76% of the daily audio time spent with any ad-supported platform which may be surprising to your listeners, but that is the reality. And that's according to Edison Research Share of Ear Study. And when it comes to in-car listening, 46% of adults 18 and older select AM, FM radio as the most used audio source in the car. To just go back to your question, radio is incredibly relevant because it's incredibly engaging and people are listening, they're listening more. They're telling you where it's safe to go, how it's safe to go, how to get things done, how to get from point A to point Z, which restaurants are open and you know where they could do curbside pickup or which retailers are open. And of course, which real estate agents are gonna be the most helpful to sell your home. Wow, there's some things in there that were really news to me, and uh, I just loved having that conversation with Tammy. What did you think? Yeah, so many gems in there. I think what I was really reminded of was how much connection people have to the radio station they listen to. They wake up in the morning, and those show hosts every day, it becomes part of their lives. So it makes sense that when a real estate agent can harness that, that relationship you get from referral over the radio for the house seller, it's like having a good friend that you see every day, and they give you advice on who to list with. We experienced it when we were doing live radio. People felt like they knew us, right? And it only makes sense that then that translates into the same thing as a personal referral that would come from a friend. Yeah, very good. I agree. So as a listener, you might wonder, right? You're a real estate agent listening to this show week after week. You might wonder why we spend so much time talking about radio on a real estate marketing podcast, as opposed to TV or digital or print or other forms of marketing. There are so many marketing options out there. Why so much emphasis on radio? And hopefully... Tammy helped you understand why we're such believers in the medium for real estate agents who join the RTVA network. You'll find a link to Tammy's fantastic article at our website. Go to radiotvagents.com and click on Come List Me. 
On our next podcast, we're going to dive into the fulfillment side of things. We're going to talk about how to make sure your website and web presence is perfected to optimize lead conversion coming from radio or other top of funnel marketing strategies you implement. So make sure you're here for that. Before we wrap up each episode, we'd like to take a minute at the end of the show to give props to one of our favorite podcasts. So Dave, what's yours this week? You know, we just finished Up and Vanished season one. It's the Tara Grinstead story. And as you know, Coco and I love true crime. And Payne Lindsay, the the, the guy behind Up and Vanished does a masterful job exploring all the minute details of this heartbreaking crime that occurred in Osceola, Georgia more than 15 years ago. Never boring, a real page turner, or I guess in the world of podcasts, a play button pusher. From we, we listen when we're out driving and we loved it so much we wanted to go for drives more often just to be able to keep listening. From Tenderfoot TV, Up and Vanished, Season 1 with Payne Lindsay. How about you, Tim? What's on your podcast player this week? I love to read, and this week I discovered that one of my favorite authors has a podcast, uh, Adam Grant, and his podcast is called Work Life with Adam Grant. Uh, It's a TED podcast for those that might be familiar with the TED Talks video platform. But since our last episode, I've done a bit of binge listening to the back catalog of shows and his podcast. It's just amazing. Uh, Grant is a professor of organizational psychology, and he is just great at bringing a new perspective to the most seeming mundane things in our daily lives of work and home life. He also has some great people on his podcast discuss some of the issues, names like J.J. Abrams, Jane Goodall, Malcolm Gladwell. So yeah, that's Work Life with Adam Grant. Uh, It's the full-time Tim recommendation for this week. (laughs) Perfect. I'll look forward to listening to it. Thank you. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share with your friends. And we'd love it if you gave us a five-star review. For Tim Good, Destin Avery, and the rest of the team here at Come List Me, I'm Dave Sturgeon. Be kind, be patient, and find joy this day. The podcast Come List Me is written by Dave Sturgeon and produced by me, Tim Good, with sound engineering by Destin Avery. The soundtrack for the show was written by Dave Sturgeon, arranged and produced by Michael Peters, with additional music by Jonathan Wilkins and Destin Avery. Rob Reeford is the show's voice of God. Web design and content by Constance Renard Sturgeon. If you have feedback about the show, go to our website, Radio TV Agents, and click on Come List Me. If you have something to say, why not add your voice to the show? We'd love it if you would leave us a voicemail with your questions, comments, or topic suggestions at 760-895-9522. That's 760-895-9522. Make sure on your message to give us permission to use your voice on the show. Come Listen to Me is heard on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and is a production of Radio TV Agents, LLC. 